Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 321 of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Bad Bit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we are talking about Sony buying Firewalk, yet another year of ABK talk, Metacritic finally taking a stance on review bombing, way more games on the horizon, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and so much more but with all that said with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir i'm doing pretty great today it's a good day today uh it's amazing what happens when you get a haircut right right i i I, man i love when my hair is like this i i need to not let it go i don't know five months before i get a haircut (laughs) (laughs) i think i was the same too dude i was um because for me, I, I usually like let my hair grow during the winter time, mm-hmm. and because it was just so cold for so long, I just let it. Yeah. I let myself look homeless. Yeah. So what now here I am. I did the buzz all around. I'm mm-hmm. even debating shaving the head again. Who knows? Oh yeah. I, it also it's also great. Like they, I always get like my beard trimmed yeah. up a little bit and shaped up, and they find like I can do it at home. Like sure. I, I know. I know yeah. I can. I'm just yeah. deathly afraid to. I'm gonna ruin it, and then I'm gonna have to shave it all, and then nobody wants Kyle without a beard. I'm gonna. Tell I don't you even. Right. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Uh-uh. I get it. It's another bearded white guy in a podcast, but trust me, trust. You don't want the shave. You don't want pasty white man Kyle on the. Yeah, show. it's uh, it's not great. It's not uh, great. But they they trimmed uh, the mustache, oh, the mustache. Okay. and so now when I drink, I don't have water dripping from the mustache. <laughs> Dude, and again, I could have fixed that at home. No, but whatever. I'll let the professionals do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Treat yourself, and every every man with a beard knows the horrors of accidentally trimming too much or using the wrong edge, right, or guard, and then you're like, uh oh, a little bit too much. I did that with this haircut. Yeah, yeah. All around the ears. Oh, I'm so just like, gonna do like a four all the way around, and then it wasn't clipped in all the way, and it's all the way down to like a two. I'm like, oh yeah. no! You don't want to risk it for the biscuit. Uh-uh, I, uh-uh. yeah, leave it to the professionals here, folks. Yeah. That yeah. said, though, I do want to give some, you know, warning to the audio listeners here. I'm I'm falling ill. Oh, <laughs> I'm losing no. my voice. The allergies are are coming at me hard. I got a huge sinus migraine, losing my voice, and to add insult to injury. I'm yeah. also hiccuping nonstop. Yeah. I don't know we, we, what this, uh, what causes hiccups, Kyle? So it is a spasm, a muscle spasm in your diaphragm. Okay. That is what causes the hiccups from my knowledge from watching like house. And, okay. Like, these, these doctors. I'll hiccups. trust house. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's just like your muscle is contracting and that's why you're getting the hiccups. Well, they, it's got it. I, I'm, I'm fed up. It's been but, all day. I was going to say, I think everyone has gone through that where they've lasted, they've overstayed their welcome. Yeah. And it's, it becomes like, oh, okay, silly, haha, whatever. And then hours go by and you're still going and you've, 
you just yell the F word every yeah. 30 seconds because you're like, ah, stop it. <laughs> Dude, I, what happened this morning, I was like, I literally, I, I grabbed the, the edge of my desk and I was just like, I just muttered, son of a bitch. I'm like, this is going to be an all day thing. And stop it. It is. It's been an all day thing. So if you hear me hiccuping, it's not because I'm drinking in celebration about the ABK deal. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> or drinking to forget whichever side you land on that um it's because i'm i might be falling apart at the seams but yeah it's going around like i think with the season changing a lot of pollen is on the ground <sighs> do too much it's bad i i know uh my my nephew owen mm-hmm. is sick yet again he's on steroids it's just it just it hits everyone like a like a brick house yeah. around this time of the season changing. It sucks. I don't like it, but you know what I do yeah. like, Kyle. I like PlayStation a whole lot. A whole lot, and I've been playing a whole lot of PlayStation. And goodness yeah. gracious, this week made up for the month long absence of news because there is a ton to talk about. Again, ABK deal. We usually don't talk about it unless something huge has happened and the CMA has ruled to block the deal. That is a major backstep for Microsoft and what that means for Microsoft and PlayStation for the next year or two. We're going to be talking about Metacritic changing the way that it views viewer scores and so much more. But before we get into it, Kyle, I got to do a little bit of housekeeping. Of course, people on Twitter are, are messaging us. Like crazy, they're going, Joe, Kyle, we love the swag. We love the shirts. Where can we get them? Well, link down below in the description, bonfire.com slash store slash the trophy room, a PlayStation podcast is where you get all types of shirts and merch. What's that, Kyle, from the trophy room? Yeah, uh, on that note, I know a few weeks ago, you're like, oh, let's let's throw, maybe look into throwing a mug on Bonfire. Unfortunately, Bonfire only does clothing. So we're gonna. So we're gonna have to find another place oh, to do it, yeah. or maybe it's a Patreon exclusive Ooh, thing, maybe for a few months members? or something like that. We'll Honestly, figure something out. We'll I'd be down with out. it. I'd be down with yeah. it. And also, this is the last pre-recorded episode of the Trophy Room because starting on May third at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that's Wednesday next week. We will be recording the Trophy Room live in front of a non-studio audience over on YouTube.com slash PS Trophy Room. We're going to have should a pre-show. We, What's that? Should we invest in a uh, um, a laugh track? <laughs> that would definitely help with some of my humor. I think that's for sure. But no, it's going to be a really fun time. I've already gotten a lot of people throwing out suggestions of how the show is going to be rolling. And we're going to have a nice pre-show where we talk to everybody in the chat. All your super chats, all your member questions and all that, all your comments, your concerns get answered at the end of the show at the Sony Pony Express. Audio listeners, no changes for you whatsoever. So the the cool little changes for video stuff, like Joe was saying, the pre-show and all that stuff. Are cool little bonuses, but do not worry if you listen on your your car ride or whatever. You're going to get the same old good PlayStation stuff from us. Quality will continue here. That's why we really took so long to do this, because I needed to make sure Kyle needed to reassure me nothing would change. I've been ready for a year plus at this point. Exactly. (laughs) And it seems like everybody else is because the... Man, just to see the excitement around this, it, 
it's getting me excited. So thank you so yeah. much. And because of that, starting on this episode right here, right now, we're going to be adding time codes, time stamps, whatever you like to call them, in the description of every podcast and in uh, the pinned comment of every YouTube video. So be on the lookout for that. Now, it's time for a Patreon pitch. Of course, if you love what we do here uh, and you want to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. If you ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your situation may be, it definitely helps us out if you support the show over at PS Trophy Room on uh, Patreon. Uh, it's the reason why we look so good. We sound so great. It's because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. I want to thank our platinum members. I'm going to lose my voice when I do this. I'm going to be brave. Brad Presnell, Brenton Gillian, Jedi Master Ren, Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, The Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Gaming Ryuko Kill 90, Sith Lord 92, Steven Flesh, Strubles of Bits, and Jay Shea. I want to thank our gold members. Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Bertos Maximus, Doth Simon the Pie Man, Daniel Welsh, DJ DJ Hercules 89 Elo 2032 Jesse Garcia JB the Purple Monkey Hide Indoors Nagachaka Katie uh, Kevin Mitchell Kevin Diaz Kevin Ainsworth K Grimm Lamb Chop 93 Marcus O'Neill Androsasaur Astronaut Junior Not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior Rick Arrington Dewane Raksha The Aztec King Robbie Bobby Miller Himself Brenton Zachary Brunty Blob Bubble Boy N7 Captain Logan Final Fan XZ Hambone JD Dillinger M9 Prime Stone Cold ET Tino Six Speed M Cly H85 N Johnson Sean McKenzie Matt Pew 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 the Red Arrow, Spam and Bam and Insomnia. Thank you all so much for your contributions to the show. And with that, Kyle, it's time to square up the news. First bit of news that needs to be squared up comes from VGC. Jordan Midler wrote, Sony has acquired Firewalk Studios, the 20th member of the PlayStation Studios family. The developer, which was part of independent game company Probably Monsters, was already working in partnership with PlayStation on a yet unannounced multiplayer IP and will now be fully acquired by the console maker. Quote, the studio shares our passion for creating inspiring worlds grounded in exceptional gameplay, and we want to continue to invest in their mission, PlayStation Studios head Herman Hulse said in a statement. We're excited for Firewalk to bring their technical and creative expertise to PlayStation Studios to help grow our live service operations and deliver something truly special for gamers. He added, we're thrilled to expand upon our collaborative, collaborative relationship with Firewalk Studios and formally welcome the team to PlayStation Studios. We've had the privilege of working with Probably Monsters and Firewalk for several years, and our team share the same ambition to create meaningful experiences for gamers Oh, for gamers. Firewalk's innovative approach to connected storytelling and its commitment to high-quality gameplay continues to exceed our expectations. I think fans will be very pleased when they see what Firewalk has in store for them. End quote. So, this is yet again another Sony acquisition of a studio that is relatively pretty fresh. I mean, this is the first game that this studio will be making. And I was making the joke on Twitter of like... Yet again, I think this happened on a Friday. I go, like, a day after the trophy room comes out, a major Sony acquisition. And people are like, major Sony acquisition? Kyle. Yeah, they're uh, investing in a multiplayer studio. But, like, they're like, but folks who were saying to me, they're like, but they've never made a game. And I'm like, okay, 
fair enough. We don't know what this team... Did they have that same energy with Haven, though? I think people are. I think some people are. They're like... Okay. They see the pedigree of, like, a Jade Raymond, and they're like, okay, I can see what you're doing. She has, you know, her name in, in, in the credits of, like, an Assassin's Creed and all that. But I think there is some skepticism here. And I want to kind of quell that because, yeah, looking at it broadly, you're like, yeah, this is a, a new, fresh team. This is a very risky move from PlayStation to really do. But when you take a look at the team as a whole, this is a studio of 150 people. This is yep. bigger than some of PlayStation's actual studios. Like, if I'm not mistaken, this was bigger than Sucker Punch when they were making Ghost of Tsushima. This is mm. way bigger than Housemark. And when you take a look at some of the people that are in there, if you just want to zoom in, you know, 1.5 on this, you see that there are, you know, talent from Titanfall. You got uh, Bungie devs in there, right? Makers really, really Destiny. quick, Joe. Go for you, it. You missed out on uh, just saying enhance. Oh, enhance. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the voice. I lost it. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. But like fair. you got X respawn devs. You got yeah. X Bungie devs. You got X Ravensoft devs. You have mm-hmm. people that have worked on Call of Duty, Destiny, Titanfall, Apex Legends, Medal of Honor in this studio, alongside the creative director of Destiny. (laughs) So it's like, to me, I'm like, this is actually pretty, pretty substantial. To me, that list of people, right, that are part of the studio is equivalent to like when you see a uh, a movie trailer and like from the people who brought you this, yeah, and like on that alone. You're excited about that thing. Sure, maybe it doesn't pan out. Not everything that has that works. Yeah. But that gets people excited about it. It's like um, Jordan Peele, right? Like when you see, hear about a Jordan Peele movie, uh, Nope, Us, Get Out, all terrific. Yeah. I'll stand by that. I think. Who's saying otherwise? I think people are a little down on us. Really? Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, they're wrong. They're it's wrong. Oh, yeah. uh, but like when you hear a new Jordan Poole movie is is or Jordan Peele, excuse me, Jordan <laughs> Poole's his cousin. <laughs> Jordan Poole, I think, is a basketball player. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Peele uh, movies coming out. You're excited because it's a Jordan Peele thing. Yeah. This has me excited because of all those people mm-hmm. know what they're doing in the first person shooter genre. Yeah, and like they obviously are good at what they do because of the projects that they were they've worked on yeah they have the pedigree and i think we're starting to see more and more of that we're starting to see you know x creative devs or or x creative leaves go out there make their own studios and get investment from big you know triple a companies like ea has been a big one with ea originals right like that new uh oh my god i think it's like um it's like a new magic first person shooter it's like made from Something from Avion? Yes, thank like you. Uh, it's made from the creative directors of Sledgehammer, or ex-creative directors from Sledgehammer, who made you know Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, who made uh, the original Immortals Dead Space. of Avium. Thank you. Yeah. Right. So, like, you're seeing, you know, companies go out there and embrace these smaller teams, and it is something of a risk for Sony to go, okay, we like this project so much, though it hasn't hit the ground yet we're going to invest in you. And it's also awesome for me as a PlayStation fan to see PlayStation seemingly get 
games in service. As of right now, just looking through the peephole, I can see that their acquisitions are lining up for multiplayer. Like Bungie is laying the foundation of how to build a games and service game that Sony's going to take that expertise from. Right. And Bungie's going to talk to, you know, people like Firewalk going, okay, so this is how we're going to make these mechanics work in this game so that it can sell. So it could be, you know, whatever, free to play, 40 bucks, $70 experience, whatever have you. You got Haven, who's also making a multiplayer experience, but also on the back end, you know, working on cloud tech to make the pipeline of management of managing these types of games streamlined. So they're working on something exciting, but they're also working on something a little boring that we're not going to pay attention to. But all of it's still really exciting to me. And not not to mention it, this studio alone fills the void of something that we've said on the show for a while. PlayStation needs an exclusive first-person shooter. Yeah. They need well, it. And that's my first question to you, Kyle, is do we think this thing's a, a first-person shooter? I do. Yeah, all signs point to yes. Yeah, I, I, especially all that pedigree you were just talking about, the, the games those creators yeah. made. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Yeah, and let me also be clear. Don't mistake my optimism for blind faith either. Oh, this yeah, game yeah. could come out, and it is just mid. It doesn't sure. compete. All that jazz. We've all but, been excited for a mag, right? <laughs> exactly. We've all been there, okay? <laughs> but to see PlayStation take some creative risks and some big financial risk again a 150 person studio is a big take on it big investment so to see them do that like they did with fire sprite that's exciting to me and we've seen what fire sprite could do with things like horizon call of the mountain so like we're seeing the partnership and i hopefully you know shout out to xdev the vehicle for producing what is all of the playstation lineup yeah. Right, the first party games that we know and love came out of this. So to me, and, and, it's it's exciting. But again, I'm optimistic. But I want to see what this game truly is before I and, go over the moon for it. You and know? on that note, talking about over the moon, right? It's not like they bought the studio sight unseen of whatever they're working on, right? Or or the the list of games that they're producing. They've been in partnership for a few years now. Yeah, ever since two thousand eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, they're very clearly are excited about whatever they're working on and see the mm-hmm. promise of it, yeah. and it fills a gap in the PlayStation Studios family. So why not? Yeah, it's a great investment. I feel like. Yeah, I, I think I think it makes sense. Again, it's not as like major as like a ABK. It's not as no, sexy no, as no, a Square no. Enix, but it's yeah. something that I think we've been championing for, you know, s- since all these acquisitions. Which is just like, okay, ma- grow studios, incubate these teams. You know, you know, infuse your culture with theirs. See if it's a good fit. Gel with them, and then. Add them to the team. It's not, you know, I hate the term organic gets thrown around too much. So it's just like a, a gross word. But I like how PlayStation incubates the talent. And if they see something there that gels with them, that's when they're going to go jump on it. That being said, though, I still think they're going to put us. They're going to put some. They're, they're not to say they're going to you know, smooch square or put a ring on square. They got to smooch them for sure. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna keep doing what they're doing, right? They're gonna keep making deals to make PlayStation the place to go for Square Enix stuff. That said, the real deal, Jay O'Neill on Twitter, 
Wrightson, who, if I'm not mistaken, Mr. O'Neill, you did win our God of War Ragnarok uh, collectors at Extra Life. So congratulations. If not, sucker. Anyway, (laughs) hey, guys. Hope you both are doing well. Get hyped. It's Jedi Survivor Week. My question is with the recent purchase of Firewalk Studios, do you think we see a Call of Duty competitor? If so, will it be a Killzone or SOCOM? Thank you guys for all you do. Have a great week. Kyle? Yes? We got a Call of Duty killer in here. We're coming in here. We're stamping the name Call of Duty killer on the box. I I want to never hear that ever. All right. Fair enough. Because, like... (laughs) It's that running joke of Killzone being the yeah. Halo killer, and then it was Resistance being the Halo killer. Halo killed itself. Oh, whoa. Oh, no. Listen, it's good. I told it's you. Alive. I told you. I'm feeling good. I'm coming right. out He's firing. Coming out. He's coming out no, with energy. It's, it's, it's fine. It's it's doing great. It's right, just uh, for jokes uh, for jokes sake. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to compare the two. I just yeah. want a good first-person shooter that has a uniqueness to it. If it's feeling mm-hmm. too similar to Call of Duty, I'm not it. I'm I'm out. Well, here's the thing. It's not to say it's not to say you can't make a game like Call of Duty and it not succeed. I mean, but if ex- it's a historically a historically based <clears throat> excuse me based shooter like a yeah. Call of Duty, yeah, I I don't I don't want that. Sure, I, that's just not the the type of shooter that I personally am into. Yeah, like like I, I take a look at like an X Defiant, and currently it looks like it has some legs. Like sure. there's a lot of promise to it from that Ubisoft joint. Again, also X Call of Duty devs that that know what they're know what they're they're good at and and sticking to it. So like though the verdict's still out because we don't know, you know, the game's not technically out out. The positive praise, the flooding with praise, seeing. I'm seeing on social media from this game is that people are genuinely excited for this and it's filling a void that call of duty itself is not fulfilling with their fan base. That being said though, to slap call of duty killer on this. No, 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 no. I don't want this thing to go toe to toe. I don't want this to be, you know, quote unquote, PlayStation's answer to call of duty. I want whatever this team's vision is to be that thing. Yep. You know, so like for me, it, it could be sci-fi, it could be modern day, it could be even, you know, 1940. Like I, I could be storming the beaches, but, you know, for me, it just has to feel good. It has to have a solid component to it. And that's why when I, you know, when Herman came out back in October and talked about multiplayer and it launching multiplayer focused games, launching on both PS5 and PC same day. That's what has me hopeful for PlayStation, hopefully getting it better than most publishers out there. And again, I think the the, the purchasing of Destiny and Haven kind of proved that that's what they're doing. They're trying to get this right or as, as correct as they can out the gate. So mm-hmm. to me, I don't want this to be a Call of Duty competitor. I don't want this to be Killzone. I don't want this theoretically. No, I would like it to be Zocom. But like for <laughs> me, just make the game you guys want to make. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And, hey, whatever it is, hopefully it's an awesome, you know, for, the only thing I would want is not so much competitive, but cooperative experience. Oh, that's mm-hmm. my, only, my only want from it. Okay. That said, Struble's uh, and bits, right? Do you not want me to do the questions? Are you feeling okay? Oh, you know what? You could do the Sony Pony Express questions. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. 
That's fine. Uh, and Bits writes, Hey guys, do you think after acquiring Fire Sprite and Firewalk, Sony will complete the Fire Nation by snatching up Ember Lab next? Hope you two are having a fantastic day. Overall, fantastic week. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I don't know yeah. if I said Toodles or Strubles. You know what? Either <laughs> toodles, way. Toodles, Strubles. Same to you, Toodles and Strubles. <laughs> um, honestly, Kyle, I, I know what I just said. It seems like they're filling out the portfolio of things that they're missing, which is multiplayer. Mm-hmm. But goodness gracious, Kyle. Don't let this team slip away. Don't let them slip. <laughs> I, know, I know they have a three-game deal with them. That's great. After that third game, ring. Please, please. They're, they're 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 way too talented, and for the thing that excites me most about Ember Labs when Tell it comes me. to to Kana, is that was their first first game. outing. Yeah, there's the, the only way to go up is uh, the only way to go is up. Yeah, they learn from their mistakes. They now know what it takes. Uh, um, and not even that, like the game is freaking it's, amazing. It's awesome. It's, it was one yeah, of my favorite indies incredible. that year. And it, yeah, can we even say indie? It's a lot of money behind that. I would assume that's that gray area that sure. I triple I game. Like even even Devolver is tactically indie, but they are like yeah, they make a ton of money. <laughs> Games that are like smaller than ten million dollars yeah. in scope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so like for me, yeah, Ember Lab seems great, and it would be such a great like where the realm of like Media Molecule is. Um, what's the other team I'm? blanking on because i'm sick um that makes oh. platformers yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. team asobi yeah like a team asobi like that type of caliber of game like they don't need to go out there and make the 70 dollar game you know what i mean they could oh, go out uh, there yeah. and make uh, pixel opus pixel opus was the other one i'm thinking yeah. of these smaller experience games but are still so damn also, creative and great yeah. hear me out here joe please and, and everyone at home or in the car, wherever you're listening. In the air? Maybe you're 60,000 feet in the air on Are the you plane. on an airplane? Are you? Does that person in row D smell a little bit? I get also, it. Also, like, how hard is the job? Be for real. I mean, I know, like, listen, launching it, probably crazy. Landing it, scaring the shit out of me. But once you're in the air, can you just sit back and relax? Are you? Wait, are you? You think we're talking to the pilot? I am talking, yeah, I'm the talking to the pilot. the pilot's listening to us, that's a problem. They should be focused on flying that metal tube in the air. I feel like once they got it, they could just put the GPS on. It's like... Uh, Have you not seen Sully Sullenberger's story? Why? Was he napping? I don't know. He ran into a goose or whatever, a bird. Was it a goose? I, I, I don't remember. These terrorists are coming in all shapes, sizes, and wingspans. Man, those carrier <laughs> pigeons are next level. They're, they're not messages anymore. Uh, they're straight up threats. <laughs> I forgot. What, oh, um, yeah. Uh, Ember Labs, you know, they the make the the old school or Canon was the old school love letter to like PS2 era yeah. platformers. That's what yeah. everyone said. We recently learned that like Sucker Punch, they're not gonna be doing Sly anymore. Ooh. What if Ember does like Ember Labs brings back Sly as one of their three games, or Jack and Daxter, or Ooh. like bring them back into the fold of a PlayStation Studios family. Like, I would love that. Yeah. That'd be cool to have a studio do that kind of thing. Yeah. And at the end of the day, again, I I still think um, I would be shocked if Square is not at least some type of uh, strategic partnership with PlayStation and Nintendo at the end of the day. 
by the no, end yeah. of this year because it's it's the the way that Square has leaned down um, of what they're doing. Uh, of their operations or studio input, all that kind of screams to me that they're slimming down for, for something. So yeah, I, I, I think there's still things in the portfolio that PlayStation needs again, RPGs being one of them. Um, but I would love to see them pick up smaller talent going, Hey, you're, you're double a studio. It ain't nothing wrong in that. You're just making smaller projects, uh, that are more creative that, you know, for a company like Sony, you're like, you're going to win us awards. But for us, it's like, oh, you get to explore creative facets that AAA games don't get to, you know? Yeah. All right, Kyle, that conversation was fun. Yeah. Let's, Speaking uh, of not small let's things. all up. <laughs> Y'all, I'm so sorry that we have to do this. Yeah. I really thought. F in the chat. <sighs> I thought the end of this whole thing, the Where's saga my... would be over. Mm-mm. The the last we're 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 what do you think? Are we in the the new trilogy of Star Wars films in this saga, or are we are Ooh. we in the prequels? Where are we in the um, timeline of the ABK? Honestly, I think it's only gonna get worse. So prequels. <laughs> we're the prequels. Okay. We're the prequels. We're we're in uh, uh, Attack of the Clones. Is that what we are? Ooh, we might just be headed right into it. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're right. headed into Obi Wan Mullet City, and I don't know. Oh boy, Ali Welsh over Polygon writes: UK regulator blocks sixty-eight point seven billion dollar Microsoft Activision deal, despite recent signs that it was softening its stance on Microsoft's proposed sixty-eight point seven billion dollar acquisition of Activision Blizzard. The UK's antitrust regulator, the Competition and Markets Authority, has announced that it has decided to formally block the deal. The CMA said its decision was motivated by concerns about the deal's effect on the future of the NASA nascent cloud gaming market where microsoft is a key player it feared the deal would lead to quote reduced innovation and less choice for uk gamers over the years to come unquote it said that a solution proposed by microsoft quote had significant shortcomings and would require regulatory oversight by cma microsoft has a strong position in cloud gaming services and the evidence available to the cma showed that microsoft would find it commercially beneficial to make activision games exclusive to its own cloud gaming service the government body said announcing the findings of its months-long review it reckons microsoft quote accounts for an estimated 60 to 70 percent of global cloud gaming services end quote already thanks to the advantages of owning xbox windows and the azure platform as well as the game pass game subscription service service to which Xbox cloud gaming is tied. The CMA views cloud gaming as an important, fast-growing sector of the games market that allows gamers to, quote, avoid buying expensive consoles, end quote, and presents them with more, quote, flexibility and choice as to how they play, end quote. The CMA viewed the, quote-unquote, behavioral remedies proposed by Microsoft in the form of 10-year deals forcing it to make its games available to other cloud platforms as insufficient. It said they would require regulatory oversight, did not sufficiently cover different business models such as subscriptions, and risked disagreement between Microsoft and other cloud gaming providers, given the amount of change that might happen in the sector over a 10-year period. Microsoft and Activision Blizzard immediately said they would appeal the CMA's decision. Responding in a statement, Microsoft President Brad Smith said, quote, We remain fully committed to this acquisition and will appeal. The CMA's decision rejects rejects a pragmatic path to address competition concerns and discourages technology innovation and investment in the United Kingdom. 
We have already signed contracts to make Activision Blizzard's popular games available on 150 million more devices, and we remain committed to reinforcing this these agreements through regulatory remedies we're especially disappointed that other after excuse me disappointed that after lengthy deliberations this decision appears to reflect a flawed understanding of this market and the way the relevant cloud technology actually works end quote joe you said this deal was done i blame you (laughs) i blame you joe you said it was a done deal just don't worry about it it's gonna go through how dare you you lied to us Listen, uh, me and and the rest of us, um, I feel like every turn we take, we're like, listen, and, and again, I'm in, <laughs> in review, uh, I don't like this deal. I think it's too yeah. big. It concerns me. Consolidation concerns me. But just because I don't like something doesn't mean I don't think this is going to go through or doesn't that, that I think it should go through. I think it will. I think it it should. I think everything stars align here. It it seems like it makes sense. And when you take a look at every other content creator, writer, whatever the the case is, podcaster, we've all been kind of echoing it. Just like, okay, this, it seems like at this point, you know, Jim Ryan's kicking, screaming, hooting and hollering, making a big fuss. And at the end of the day, he's going to sign that paper. And I still think at the end of the day, he's going to sign that paper. Yeah. Right. Uh, because Microsoft has had um, concerns from the CMA when it comes to like, you know, the console market um, with them going, hey, we don't like this. We're going to put a red flag on it if you don't fix it. And they come around to fix it. Remember, like Jim Ryan called, I think, like the CMA's decision over the console market, like outlandish, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think something about like it, it doesn't it doesn't, it's not it, it's not real to the reality of things, all that type of you know, shit. But. I, I'm not the people in the room here. And I think we all get lost in the sauce here where this has almost nothing to do with PlayStation. The reason yeah, why no. this thing failed through. It's not Jim Ryan. Lawyer Ryan. Tap she right. No, it's not. Sorry. Sorry. They that makes you upset. Even, in, um, this, in this exact block thing that I just read, they didn't really mention Call of Duty at all. No, it was, it's all it's, cloud gaming. That was, and I think there was someone even, um, Someone uh, linked to it. They're like, we, we kind of told you this. The the Call of Duty thing was the sexy story that everybody wants to look at. But the real concerns lies in cloud. And I think we all got lost in the sauce because, yeah, Call of Duty is this big thing. But it ended up being, yeah, they're concerned about Microsoft le- leveraging its tech and software in such a way that they create a market where it's like 90% Microsoft, right? And then they get to kind of make... Or, or shape the market the way they see fit and charge you more for Game Pass. That's what they're concerned about. And, then, you know, listen, Microsoft, there's already analysts that, sure, debating whether Microsoft can remedy this situation or not. But to me, uh, it seems like if they can quell those concerns when they appeal this decision, they could get this thing through. That said, though, it's still an uphill battle because if we all said that this thing was going through and we've all been proven wrong, every analyst, you know, Pactor included said this thing was going through no problem with concessions, everything that, well, we're, we're facing problems. Mm -hmm. You know, just a few days ago, Microsoft was uh, rumored to be 
uh, or rumored was going to steamroll the FC, FTC and just approve the deal themselves and go to court with the FTC. Well, now if you do that, you're going to court with the CMA, right? Now it also puts the EU in some type of weird limbo as well that we can't really just predict. I don't think anybody could because everybody's been wrong. So yeah. for me, I'm left in this situation of like, and I and I want to know Xbox fans your thoughts on this. I genuine. I'm not like saying this to di- for a dig. Yeah, no, I'm not no saying this for things. jab. Yeah. Do you at the end of the day actually want this thing? After mm. all the drama, after every report saying, yeah, Microsoft is is right now distracted by this deal. Do you want another year of Microsoft being distracted by this deal? You know weird messaging, lack of messaging by Xbox, lack of what you feel for. And this is just all from what I've seen on social media. So again, it's not real, but I want your take, you know, the lack of um, them going after third party or second party deals, you know, seeing PlayStation get things like final fantasy 16, you know, getting big promotional deals with Hogwarts legacy, elevating that hardware. And you're not seeing the same energy for Xbox. Do you at the end of the day actually want this to go through because it seems like they're way too distracted at this thing than you. Mm. And I think both of them have Sony and Xbox, Mm -hmm. but it seems like at this very point in time, Xbox, all eyes are on ABK getting this thing through, because if it's not, I'm telling you, executives heads are going to, to roll. They're just going to. So Todd Oxer writes in and again, let me know in the comments down below what you feel. I'm not, it's not a targeted thing. Nope. Just let me know. Um, what changes for Xbox? What changes for Xbox if the ABK deal goes through? Todd Oxtra expands, and he writes in just like you can too over at uh, Twitter at PS Trophy Room, or you join the Discord server where the community's bumping. It's growing. It's beautiful. I love to see it. We love to see it here, folks. Join the community every Wednesday. We ask you for questions. You reply to us. I try my best to get everybody in her, and we love when new people ask questions so yeah. todd expands do they uh, uh focus on acquiring developers not publishers so that they could avoid further sc- or future scrutiny do they make more third-party deals do nothing and just focus on making games with studios that they have <gasps> gasp that was todd you. that was not me <laughs> yeah 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 that was Todd. kyle i throw this over to you what yeah. changes if this deal goes uh or doesn't go through and it's ironic because i was preparing this week's question to be well now that the reality is that abk is part of xbox what does playstation do next so it's kind of weird i was really i was preparing i had the i had i swear to god kyle thumbnail and everything already prepared this threw me through i woke up to a text and you're like uh i want to read it exactly what it was yeah please he's Um, opening his phone yeah yeah. going to his messages you go uh holy shit the Activision Blizzard deal is failing. As, and, and that was as and I you. went, no effing way. And you were like, yes way. <laughs> yes way. It was a shock. It, yeah. It's shocking. Because I'm, I mean, I'm tired of talking about it. It's taken over our lives for almost two years now. And it, we're very tired of it. I just wanted to, uh, to be, I want a resolution either way. Yeah. And this is just another uh, unnecessary uh, sequel that they're adding on. Yeah, that's <laughs> really what it feels like. But to answer, it's Todd's Transformers: question, Rise of the Beasts, right? Or whatever. I still think looks cool. It does look cool. Come I'm on. gonna watch it because come cool. on, come on. Um, Optimus Primus is. Oh my god! Also, I, I the 
Spider-Verse trailer in the theater. Cry every time. Same. To answer Todd's question, if it falls through and they can't buy Activision Blizzard. Okay. Do you not see X? I know, right? Oh, boy. I would not. I'm not going to be on Twitter for a whole month if that happens. Um. Don't you see Xbox just doing what Sony's doing with Square Enix and doing third-party deals with Activision Blizzard and keeping those things exclusive to Xbox, kind of what they're doing with FF16? I I see it, and I'm not going to be mad because that's what business is. Honestly, I mean, it goes into what Ghetto, Ghetto Berry writes in, which is good. They go, good evening, chaps. Ooh. Oh, I love that. Uh, hope you're well. After the CMA has blocked the acquisition in my homeland, uh, that is the UK, there may be an ever-increasing chance that this takeover may be blocked overall. For whatever happens going forward, do you think this will tarnish Sony's relationship not necessarily with Microsoft, but with Activision Blizzard, will it be a case uh, of forgive and forget? Or do you think that this will leave a bitter taste for years to come? Toodle pip. Toodle pip. <laughs> That's years of that, not me. That was also getting ghetto berry. Yeah, Joe's was, not making up mm-mm. British slang there. No. Oh shit! What if he made me say something awful? I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll look it up. Like "toodle pip" is actually like slang for punch a baby in the that, chest. That is also something when we go live. Yeah, we have to work on. We got, we got, we got it. Uh, "Toodle pip" just means goodbye. We'll see you later. Oh, "toodle pip" to you too, sir. Look at me. Yeah. You know, oh we. Anyway, Kyle. Do you think this ru- you you think that this ruins the relationship so much so that Activision's like? You know, the North remembers. <laughs> oh no, I don't I don't think I don't think it's gonna be too bad between Sony and them. Uh-huh. I just think Microsoft's gonna go all in to try to make those same thirty third party deals. I, I, I think the I think it's more of a Microsoft Activision Blizzard issue. Okay. I do think there might be I mean not there shouldn't be a whole lot on Sony's side because we're getting Bethesda games on PS Plus still. Well, okay. and getting added and whatnot. So like, I I don't think it's too. I don't think it'll be too bad. I it, it's kind of like you remember when you were a kid and you were playing with your friend or your brother, and like y'all were playing like for me y'all were play fighting, but for like for me it was like play lightsaber fighting and like you oh kept yeah no on I got detention in Catholic school for doing Power Rangers in the playground by myself. <laughs> I know full well all about play fighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love the nuts like Power Rangers is the devil word. <laughs> Have I never talked about that detention before? On the post show you will today. Okay. That's it for was, sure. It was, it was wild. But like, you know, when like they, they nick your fingers so much, you're like, son of a, I said softer. And then you, like, you give them a whack. That's mm-hmm. kind of how I feel. It's going to be like, uh, dude, what the heck? Whack. We're gonna mm. we're gonna focus on maybe maybe we take the next Call of Duty uh you know deal with Xbox, uh not so much putting the game on Xbox but making it uh you know a a third party uh, deal with them so that they get the marketing rights and maybe it's a smaller deal, right? Even even if that's this what I think whole, would happen. But even if this whole thing get broken up by cloud stuff, yeah. As the cloud being the reason it's not going through, not the Call of Duty relationship kind of thing. To me, it's still it's still like, because you know you know what Jim Ryan's gonna do, right? 
Oh, one thousand. He's go. He's going. He's going into his utility closet. He's picking up the 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 just bag of wrenches, and then yep. he's looking at the machine that is the CMA and just gonna toss shit into the cogs mm-hmm. until something, yeah. you know, folds through. Sure. So yeah, no, I think they're gonna be like, dude, you hit too too goddamn hard. Business is business at the end of the day, but we don't forget, and I think it will be a bruise that is lasting for a longer period. I don't think you're getting Call of Duty on Game Pass. No, if the steel falls through, right? You're not getting like, uh, you know, whatever the next Blizzard thing is day one on Game Pass. No, we're, but you're getting we're like, not, we're, we're not getting deals. a PlayStation console being made. Exactly, you're Nintendo getting a, yeah, you're getting a you're getting an AR-15 on a on a Xbox Series X, you know, edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh-huh. what's gonna happen. That said, do what happens to Xbox for me? Um, I, what I would hope is that they focus on develop, uh, acquiring developers and not publishers. Cause if this thing goes through again, the rumor has it was Xbox was g- going to continue to buy smaller publishers. Mm. So if this is under so much scrutiny, that kind of foils Xbox's plans to get more developers in its umbrella and for publishers to just simply continue what they're doing. Xbox be kind of laissez-faire with everything and just having those games fall into fall into Xbox falling into a you know quarterly quarterly uh bit of like here's the next big game from Xbox um so that it kind of that that does put a damper on things they're gonna have to probably readjust I would love to see them go out there and purchase awesome talented developers yeah again like what we're talking with like Firewalk like there are amazing developers out there that are being or, or development studios that are being created as we speak mm-hmm. with amazing talent go after that talent yeah you know you, you like it's a it's the buying season right now it's acquisition yeah. season you know that type of that type mm-hmm. of stuff when it comes to buying talent you don't want to let that talent go and, and honestly look at like the studios where you are making those um like exclusive indie deals where indie shows up on xbox six months to a year before playstation look at those teams as much as i hate to say say it like look at a drink box if playstation hasn't done it yet go buy drink box like you know do those smaller things i I think dude go make that that go go get the 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 creator of hades like you know there's just so much there's there's so many things out there that aren't a publisher with like five or six studios underneath it yeah so to me, I think they'll probably still go after if they can, like private, uh, non-public publishers, right? Maybe they yeah. go after bigger development houses. But I continue to say this each and every week: the 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 best acquisitions Xbox have done is not the Bethesda ones. It's your Ninja Theories. It's your it's that one E three where they had that lineup of all the new exactly. studios pop up. That was the that was awesome. Double fine, like dude, go after double fine, like go after those types. That's exciting. That's truly exciting. Um, You know, even like um, you know, rest in peace, the developers of uh, the Order eighteen eighty six. Like, oh, Remedy at Dawn. Yeah, God. Like, like Remedy at Dawn. Yeah, like those. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're thinking of Remedy because they're beautiful. Yeah, yeah, go after Remedy. Like, there are so many great development houses, but that would also mean more overhead for those development houses. Sure. So. 
That said, Toxic writes in, curious if you guys think that this, sorry, think that because this will continue to be an ongoing battle, uh, do you think this will further delay whatever showcase Sony is slash was planning? I'm still of the mindset that it hasn't happened yet specifically because of this nonsense having gone on forever now. No, it's coming. There, There is no way Sony is waiting another six months to a year to do a showcase there's no way um and i mean we'll talk about it further when when we get closer to the showcase but someone put someone put out like an awesome bingo card i think lurian uh oh yes on on twitter is just like bingo card instead of just doing a predictions what game's gonna be there what what developers are going to be there i'm telling you when that showcase gets announced that's immediately what the 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 you know, the bonus show is going to be what oh, yeah. the bingo card of who's going to show up at that showcase. But uh, no, I think, I think the showcase didn't happen for many reasons, not just because of the Xbox situation. I think a lot of people would like to blame that, but I don't think, I don't think in actuality people are pulling up to a courtroom going, well, listen, PlayStation says they can't compete, but look at all these, this cool showcase that was better yeah. than ours, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and then PlayStation's like, oh yeah, well look at all these awesome games that are better than ours for the Xbox showcase. And it gets petty and sad. Yeah. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. can I say something that excites me a great deal? What's that? He coughed as a, fr- as a, as a frog pops into my throat <laughs> randomly. Um, we're like rumored yeah. theoretically only like four or five shows away from a showcase Ooh-wee. of us doing the chart room. That Ooh-wee. is so exciting. It's Just almost... thinking about if it's like early June, late yeah. May, that time, that rumored time frame kind of thing. That excites me a great deal. It's almost like that's <laughs> the reason why we started to do the live show starting uh, May 3rd maybe. to get maybe. prepared <laughs> for big moments like these so yeah. that y'all don't have to go, hey, where's the stream of you guys reacting to? It's right here, baby. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's uh, exciting times. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, that showcase. Keep coming. the faith. Don't worry. Mortal Kombat will be there. All right, Kyle. Ooh-wee. It's time for the next bit of news, and I need to stress this before we do. No spoilers. You do nope. not have to be worried. You do not have to be concerned. I know that every other outlet and its mother is leaking this. We are not yeah. going to be that for the sake of clicks. No. We are going to be as incredibly vague as possible you will not even know what we're talking about nope. if we're good at it so yeah take it away kyle sermina khan over at ps lifestyle writes metacritic responds to horizon forbidden west burning shores review bombing review aggregator metacritic has finally responded to horizon forbidden west burning shores dlc review bombing campaign which has been ongoing for a number of days. The issue of user score review bombing isn't new, but this time parent company Fandom has released a rare statement in which it has pledged changes. Quote, Fandom is a place of belonging for all fans, and we take online trust and safety very seriously across all our sites, including Metacritic. Metacritic is aware of the abusive and disrespectful reviews of Horizon from Midwest Burning Shores, and we have a moderation system in place to track violations of our terms of use. Our team reviews each and every report of abuse, including, but not limited to, racist, sexist, homophobic, insults to other users, etc. And if violations occur, the reviews are removed. We are currently evolving our processes and tools to introduce stricter moderation in the coming months, end quote. So, again, we're not getting into it that deep. Nope. Um, 
all this is is uh, people are upset because this game introduced a queer character. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. And gamers suck. <laughs> no, it's not gamers. It's sad, pathetic losers suck. No, me like that type. No, of the gamers. capital. Yeah, you know, the 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 stereotypical when people think of a gamer. Yeah, kind of thing. Because like there is something to this, and I want to just lend air to this where a piece of property does it wrong and it's it's okay to critique for example you know star wars they're like hey in in uh was it rise of skywalker oh boy um there's a there's a gay kiss in it it's very uh-huh. we're very progressive look at us and it's like a kiss uh off screen while everybody else in slug man is celebrating what's happened right avengers it's goes it's an ancillary thing that happens yeah totally off screen you blink if you miss it or if you live in saudi arabia or china you miss it because it gets edited out yeah and then avengers they're like oh we're gonna introduce the first queer character as well and it's just some dude it's literally one of the russo brothers at, at a at like a you know, uh, an AA meeting. It's yeah. like <laughs> that's just sad that he lost everybody. As long as the people that are being introduced make sense, yeah. The, and as of Horizon, the whole world is incredibly inclusive. It is incredibly forward thinking. Yeah. It is incredibly, I would say, progressive. From the first game onward, there's mm-hmm. queer characters in this game mm-hmm. in the photo mode. There's awesome LGBTQ plus uh, face paint yeah. you could put on Aloy. It's great. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I love to see that fandom is taking this seriously, or hopefully taking this seriously. And, and I will just add, finally. Yeah. Because this is not the first time. And it's not even, you know, like an Xbox game comes out, and then you got weirdo PlayStation fanboys going, oh, this sucks. This oh, is yeah, stupid. no, no, no. One star. You know, like it's. It's everything. It's very, very much like, uh, you know, any time a Last of Us thing pops up. Oh, boy. You know, anything to do with Ellie, I I think, gets just automatically uh, deemed as woke and then rated very low. I I, I think fandom addressing it is awesome. I would go as far to say just eliminate user scores on Metacritic. I would say... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Or or have it not be so prominently featured. Tied to your email. Timed, yes. Tied to like your phone number. Yes. Uh, so that you have to be really sad and pathetic to really yes. go through all that to have that. And have your have your scores be rated on like helpfulness or usefulness. Yeah. That would get rid of this garbage uh, as well. Yeah. Like that, that would be very helpful. But you're right. I think even just hiding the user score. Yeah, like, it's not the prominent thing to see. Show me the credits. Have a, have a whole other section on the site to be like, here's yeah. what our community rates these games. Like, yeah. not not go to a games page, yeah. and, and like, I feel most of the time, at least you know, before I started doing podcasting and whatever, just as yeah. a, a, a normal person playing games, I, I would go to Metacritic. Oh, no. Uh oh, it's back. It's happening. Uh, <laughs> it knew. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I would go to Metacritic and sometimes or most of the time my eyes would go to the the audience score yeah it's similar to like you know the the rotten tomatoes or the imdb scores or whatever yeah and i'm glad i grew out of that because that obviously is right. not because you were writing those reviews 
I was I've never written I uh, that's not true. I wrote one review of my life. It's for MLB the show nineteen. There you go. It gave it a ten uh, out of ten. I gave it a nine point one, I think. Ooh, look at like you being I tried fair. to be a little curtain. Yeah, sure, sure. I was still still a little too bloated, I think, yeah. but it's fine. Um yeah, I just think eliminating that or making it not so in your face tied it's like centimeters away from the yeah. critic score yeah it's, <laughs> like it's way too close yeah and it's also you know to me it, it, it's just a problem with like every any movie anything you see now where i think we need to and i think we're starting to get disconnected to it it's like yeah okay so a few pathetic losers decided to you know Hate, I mean, hate bomb something whatever like you could at, you could also mario use, too mario yeah. got really poor reviews from critics that movie's awesome <laughs> yeah. and honestly i'm gonna say it, it's the best video game adaptation ever it's pretty I, great. I watched it a second time today with my brother i saw my brother uh you know a 36 year old man just turn into a six-year-old with me and it was just it was awesome it was like we were playing the nes back in the day back in that's, that's amazing yeah back in the middle town new york like that's magic can, man can i go even one step further yeah let's just like adapt open critic as the main place to go sure because they they're i'm on it right now the, the open critic rating it gives you like how hyped you should be about it and then mm -hmm. the top critic average and then the critics recommend percentage yeah, yeah. that is all you get and, and i don't even mess up i, I don't even mess with like um your list kind of thing yeah. but like even there you have to actually sign in with other accounts yeah and like, also like like you know we talked about it so i also want to give warnings to people in the comments watch out for the comments if you care about spoilers because yeah. i saw someone post it um in in our in our comments so please 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 look out um yep. but you know for the most part what people see it's like really this is it you child you yep. you baboon you, you dumb dumb idiot that's it that's you what you're narrow, angry about narrow-minded f-word I, I don't want to curse too much no you baboon <laughs> see i, I miss dumb, having dumb. the blue button <laughs> we're gonna we're bringing it back don't worry i hope so but yeah it's 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 whatever again i could understand when you have criticisms like that because it's like yeah there, there are companies like yeah disney it's just like you know, I hate using the word, but like throw the woke card in there going, look, we got a gay kiss. And it means nothing. Right. Oh, look, we got a gay character. And it's like a dude in a trench coat off screen. It's like <laughs> the characters have to actually have meaning and, and, and matter. Like the one character that I love, um, who, who's, who's a gay character is like Raymond Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, hell yeah. And like his sexuality is prominent to his personality, but he is just such an amazing character that it brings you into his relationship with his husband. Right. I like to me, I, I love seeing queer relationships in games and movies and TVs because it adds another perspective that I never saw and a struggle that I've never seen or never had to, you know, hold back. You know, so like to me, I I love that. I love things like Shit's Creek. Like that's that's awesome to me, man. I love I love shows like Pose. And to me, every time I I look at this, I I think of the times where like I was one of these dumb losers. I was one of these dumb losers where like I remember watching like RuPaul's Drag Race and being like like with with, with my best friend and and calling them uh, you know the the people on it, it. because yeah, I, yeah. I was I was dumb, ugly, and stupid. Yeah. And then I just found out oh they're just people. You know, mm -hmm. and they're trying yeah. to have fun. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. so whatever, just to yeah. let them have fun. 
and they're being Absolutely. creative. They can make a dress better than I could make a goddamn sleeve on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I to judge? They're just another person breathing oxygen just like me. Yeah. It, not I'm not a here big to, deal. I'm not here to yuck their yum. Nope. Go for are it. They, are they hurting you physically? No. Emotionally? No, <laughs> by doing, they're not. Living their lives? Yeah. Absolutely not. So leave them alone. Leave them alone. Let them live. Let them do what they got to do. Yeah. And, 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 and again, as long as the characters are real and authentic, it shouldn't matter. Exactly. It really shouldn't. So it, why does it bother you that much? These losers, I, let me tell you. All right, Ooh, enough of that. Let me get off the soapbox. Hopefully I related to you, the youth. And listen, to anybody that does have a problem, anybody that is, you know, a baboon, um, talk to me, DM me. Seriously, I want to talk. Yeah. Let's yeah, have yeah. a conversation. Only way I could change your mind. Yeah, sure, I insulted you a little bit. But you know what? Yeah, it seems like you got thick skin. <laughs> talk. Talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. You imbeciles. <laughs> I knew there was more, so I let you go. Thank you, bud. <laughs> Darren uh, uh, Bonthuis. I'm Darren. I apologize if I said your last name wrong. From GameSpot writes: Horizon Forbidden West sequel in development. Gorilla confirms. Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West developer Gorilla has confirmed that a new game in the series is in development and will once again star Aloy. In a management update, Gorilla announced that studio director and executive producer Angie Smets had taken on the head of development strategy role at PlayStation Studios, and that Smets' previous position will be filled, filled by Joel Esch- Eschler, Hella Schmidt, and Jan Bart Van Beek. Hella Schmidt is a great name, by the way. That's yeah. not, not Darren. Uh, Smet had served as studio head alongside Beek and Michelle van der Leeuwe, and her departure will see van der Leeuwe step away from that role to focus on leading technology and strategy for Gorilla's Decima engine. Quote, we have full confidence in our new leadership as they steer Gorilla towards a bright future, expanding the world of Horizon with Aloy's next adventure and our exciting online project. Gorilla casually announced. Aloy's next adventure was all but... I read that awful. You got this. Let me restart. We Quote, we have full confidence in our leadership as a steer Gorilla towards a bright future, expanding the world of Horizon with Aloy's next adventure and our exciting online project, Gorilla casually announced. Aloy's next adventure was all but written in stone as the last game from Midwest planted seeds for a threequel throughout its campaign. The Zero Dawn sequel also received a major expansion this month, Burning Shores, which continues Aloy's journey across the U.S. to prepare for the arrival of the genocidal artificial intelligence nemesis. Gorilla had also hinted in December that it was, quote, continuing to create epic solo adventures for Aloy, end quote, through a number of transmedia projects, including the release of Horizon Call of the Mountain on PlayStation VR 2, a rumored Horizon Zero Dawn remaster for PS5, a Netflix TV series adaptation, and even an MMO spinoff. That's a lot of Horizon stuff. And I'm here for it. (laughs) And it seems like they're really also, you know, for me... There, there has to be something in Gorilla that makes that studio run so well yeah. that PlayStation's just like we're gonna pluck y'all out of here yep. to help run other studios. Yeah, and I think it's possibly because of Gorilla Games's collaborative history. You know, sure. I think I think before Horizon, they never had like a creative director. They didn't have like this, you know, line of succession. 
over there at Gorilla. They just have a council of folks that are working through it. So what better way to collaborate with other uh, with other people than to have, you know, Gorilla kind of or Gorilla heads lead these exciting initiatives. So first and foremost, Horizon 3, that's confirmed. I mean, sure. you did your play Forbidden West. Apparently some people that got angry didn't. Uh, <laughs> You're missing out on one of the greatest games made in the last five years. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing their turds. That's all I think. <laughs> Let's have a baboon counter somewhere yeah. on screen. <laughs> <laughs> Tossing shit because it's all they're good for. Yelling, making obnoxious noises, and slinging shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, I mean, duh. Uh, VR. <laughs> I mean, Call of the Mountain was fantastic. I loved it. I think yep. it's a great VR experience. Horizon Zero Dawn remaster. We don't need. Let's be real. Uh, I mean, hold on. Whoa! Gonna, no, 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 Let's not no, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this right here. Okay. If it brings Zero Dawn up to the quality of Forbidden West, like graphically on PS, uh, yes, I'm all in. Okay. I'm just saying. All like, right. yeah, I get it. We don't need it, but. You know you're buying that joke. I know. <laughs> like, what? A, who are we? Who are we kidding here? I don't know. I'm a big dumb idiot. I'll buy pretty much anything that has Horizon in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and Netflix TV series adaptation, MMO spinoff. Is that too much Horizon, dude? Like, real talk. That's a lot of Horizon. I feel like we discussed this not that long ago. Sure, but I'm getting feelings but like this may be a little bit too much. Are they leaning too heavily into one IP? Maybe. Sure. Possibly, yes. All right. But it's, I don't know. It's not like it's the only thing. Right? Like, I. What are, how am Think I going to try it. to word this so people don't get mad at me? Eh, just do it. I just call it a whole bunch of so dumb like, okay. baboons. <laughs> that's, that's totally fair. I keep These on doing it, too. I dumb can't stop. baboons. Um,. <laughs> And you know, as a high schooler playing games, whatever. When I think I was always a PlayStation kid. Yeah. When I th- thought of Xbox, I would only think of Halo and Gears. Right. But I don't want that for Gorilla. But that, the, yeah, sure. But okay. Gorilla has multiple teams. Oh, fair enough. So you're saying this MMO is not being made by Gorilla? That would be correct. Probably not. I, I'm sure. Uh, maybe the remaster is, but who knows? Sure. Uh, but even even then, I think they're they're so far apart. Mm-hmm. I think these gate like three is not going to be here anytime soon. Fair. I, I I think that influx of new blood into the Horizon fan base whenever that TV series comes out is great. Yeah. So it's really those three things, right? The VR game is great if you want to get a VR helmet a uh, headset, but not everyone is going to be in on VR or what's sure. a VR thing. Uh, the remaster, I, th- I think we both agree, is going to come around the Netflix TV show. Yeah. And then the MMO thing is a very unique and a niche kind of audience. You're saying, here's at least this, for me. Yeah. Here's this one IP that could speak to different genres and get people yeah, into it's, the Yeah, it's universe. not like we're getting three mainline games and you, you like in quick succession, every two, three years, we're getting mm-hmm. another Horizon thing. I, I, or at least in the mainline story kind mm-hmm. of thing. I think there's going to be enough room to breathe. And I think from now, right now, sitting here, yeah, sure. There, there's probably a lot of Horizon 
also because we don't know a whole lot of the future of PlayStation, what that Fair looks enough. like. Because, yeah, I, I would hope, and I mean, there is another Guerrilla team working to cook it up on something that is multiplayer-centric that may or may not be Horizon, if memory serves right. So yeah. if we get another, like, you know, a splash screen of Guerrilla and you see, you know, one of the, you know, Killzone guns in there, you're like, oh, oh shit, they're going back right yeah um so yeah you're right looking at it through a microscope sure that's that's a lot of horizon but i still i I worry because what makes playstation unique to me is them going hey we're not gears forza halo we are letting our studios do something else as long as this is what they want to do go for it that said i will say there was a funny tweet i saw yeah that when they when uh, the news of a new horizon is being planned quote unquote uh, they're like, oh man, I can't wait for Horizon Three. That means another uh, oh, yeah. groundbreaking masterpiece of a game will also be out at the same time. I mean, that's like the thing that I love about Burning Shores is it has this wide window of people celebrating it. Like yes. it had a two week like stint before Jedi came out, where we're all sharing pictures, we're all yeah. celebrating. You know, what a great game this actually is. Because yeah, it seems like yeah, the week after Horizon, you get Legend of Zelda. Breath yeah. of the Wild. Who would have thought? Yeah. You get Elden Ring, literally a perfect video game. Like, who would have mm-hmm. thought? Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, DJ Hercules89 writes, with Horizon 3 confirmed, what city or state would you like to see them explore? As badass as Aloy is, because we know she'd beat Ellie in a fight, that's so true, it's not even close. Do you think it's time for a new main character and story? So, we're. I'm not going to get fully into this okay. i probably should have fought a little bit harder in mm-hmm. that that argument and and had most of my thoughts about why i picked ellie mm-hmm. but I, I don't know why i didn't no say matter it time, where you fine. go with it she ellie's loses. got that street smarts you know what i'm saying she knows how to fight dirty Are you okay all right that's fair okay do i think it's time for a new main character and story absolutely not i love you a lot yeah. No. No. Uh, what city and state I would like them to visit? Um, let's go to Oregon. Let's go. Let's go up north. Let's go to Alberta. You know. Let's let's go see something. You know. We we give me the forests. We see we've seen a lot of the desert. Give me give me nah. give me the Rockies. Nah. That, no. That's where they were in the first game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Come out east. Come to New York. I want to see New York in the Horizon universe. <laughs> no. I get it. There's a lot of stuff in New York already. Ellie goes to Detroit. Sorry, Ellie goes to Detroit, <laughs> and nothing has changed. <laughs> oh, that's that's bad. <laughs> Sorry, people in Detroit, but I've heard things. Oh you know? no. Um, yeah. yeah, no. I would like no. Actually, Detroit would be great because it is like. You know, it, it it was once this like beacon for automotive and like machine mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. assembly lines. That would be awesome to actually see that world and how it how it takes on that. It wouldn't make much sense. It would just be any other kind of game. But I would love to see a- uh, Aloy in like uh, the rainforest. There's not a whole lot of like buildings and whatnot, sure. but just you know, uh, Aloy's in Florida and she's fighting a Florida man. <laughs> That's the main villain. <laughs> just some dude on bath salts. <laughs> hey, she's just fighting Bigfoots. Yeah, 
Or you know what? Disney at this point, she's fighting uh, an animatronic oh. Disney. You know, Disney in the or Horizon universe, yeah. like Disneyland, Disney World. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> I'm gonna f- up, Aloy. Can't my voice. That said, I do want to skip to the 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 next question because it's or, or next um, yeah. thing about Gorilla's ambitious decimation. So take it away, Kyle, because I think actually this is way fitting for the story we're we're currently talking about here. Sure, yeah. Sammy Barker over at Push Square writes, sounds like PlayStation has grand plans for Gorilla's ambitious Decima engine. One of the main reasons Horizon Zero Dawn took so long to make is because Gorilla Games created a brand new engine with which it with which to build it. Known as the Decima engine, it's only been put to use on a few games so far that we know of, but the results speak for themselves. In addition to Aloy's debut and the sequel, Horizon Forbidden West, Kojima Productions famously used Decima to develop Death Stranding and presumably Death Stranding 2. It sounds like that's far from the end for this engine. As part of a management shakeup at Guerrilla Games, technical director Michelle Van Der Leeu, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how I'm saying that last name, I'm butchering it, but has announced he will be working on Decimal full time. In a LinkedIn post, Van Der Leeu says he'll be focusing on, quote, our ambitious future plans for our own Decimal engine, end quote. Mm. He says the team has, quote, crafted a studio road- roadmap and future direction for our Decima engine so ambitious, end quote, that it now requires his full attention. Of course, we don't know what that future direction looks like, but we can hazard a guess that more PlayStation Studios may move on to Decima going forward. It could also allude to developing tools that allow the engine to be used for online service games, which obviously a strategy that's in the pipeline at PlayStation. Yeah, I think what makes Decima so unique is that this is an engine specifically tailored for PlayStation hardware, right? So, you know, to me, this is so exciting because as a layman to all this, it just means, oh, more games look beautiful, visually stunning. You know, you get to see all these beautiful vistas, draw distances, all that. Um, And then I wonder what are the drawbacks, because there are things, and I, and I mean, maybe this could, could like hazard a guess to what Gorilla could be working on next. Of like, maybe Gorilla is working on a first-person shooter that uses a Decima engine. So like doing things like that outside the framework of a of a, a you know a open-world game, the likes of Horizon. So like, there's just so much opportunity out there, and I think Gorilla to be the ones to lead it headstrong into this next generation with PlayStation Five after you know them working with people like Kojima on it, yeah. Why not expand this 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 software out there to not just its internal teams, but maybe you know you convince people to throw it on their platforms as well. And and obviously the the engine is impressive enough because like Kojima was shopping around for an engine to use exactly, and he chose Decima because yeah. he was impressed by it and like love or hate the game of Death Stranding, whatever. There's no denying just how beautiful that world is. Yeah. And how crazy impressive the amount of things you can do in that game, in that engine kind of thing. So I'm excited for whatever the next Decima thing is. Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. That's Uh, it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Naughty Dog's engine? Do they have their own engine or they're on Unreal? I believe they're on their own engine. They're on their own. I'm not okay. terribly sure, though. If Sucker I Punch? Um, Do they all have their own engine? Like, yeah, I think they all have their own unique tools. Okay, that, I was like, the that's, yeah. that's where my 
my knowledge. Someone is, smarter than us that knows engines and how they gone. work and all that just stuff. <laughs> Let us know in the comment section down yeah. below. Yeah, because that go. could be totally wrong. That said, as the uh, <laughs> as the sickness continues to take me. <laughs> oh no! Let's go into some flash news. Got a ref ass. Got a ref ass. And slash breaking oh. news. Something Slow cool down. Just happened. Something you're, you're really cool sick. just happened. <laughs> oh god, I'm dying. Okay. <laughs> I'm really, I really. shouldn't be doing these sound effects. <laughs> uh, let me let me take over. You ready? All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the PS5 is going to get a Final Fantasy 16 bundle mm-hmm. announced for PlayStation Direct pre-order start May 4th and releasing on June 22nd. Includes a voucher code, no disc included. Uh, it co- uh, also PS5 faceplate covers yep. for the console itself and a DualSense themed uh, controllers as well. Yeah. Uh, my God, the controller is sick. Really? I thought it like once again, like this is a plain Jane looking thing. Oh, I I love the intricate kind of uh, it's Patterns. not calligraphy, but yeah. like that kind of very small fine line detail kind of stuff going on. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I'm excited. Somebody, yeah. you know, I shouldn't be spending money, but no, Kyle, you hold off. You hold off. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, you shouldn't be, All and right. you won't be. Gosh dang it! All right, that's fine. It's I'll just a controller. It. I'll buy it in three years when it's like triple exactly. The price. <laughs> exactly, you're gonna be a okay. Uh, overall, okay. I mean, it's cool that we're getting another bundle. Yeah, and it's not a PlayStation Studios thing, right? It's it's a again party based bundle. These these guys need to kiss. Um, yeah, this is this is did, a big deal yet again. Did Hogwarts get faceplates or just a controller? No, just a dope looking controller. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Call of Duty, I think, is the first AAA non-exclusive game to get a bundle, if that, uh, if if memory serves right. So this is the second, and this is the first game to get its own uh, custom, you know, plates straight from PlayStation itself. So cool. The plate is bland, but the controller yeah. is decent. Yeah, and it's going to probably be seventy-five dull hairs for yeah. you know those stickers yeah. on that controller. Uh, again, I'm not a fan. All right, Kyle. Fair. That said, Street Fighter Six demo. Guess what? It's outright meow. Boom. I have not heard a single gosh dang thing about it because I'm not a fighting guy. I'm not in that realm. Let I us know the, in the comments. How how are you digging it? I saw the character creator is wild. Ooh. There's people making some crazy looking characters. Also, <laughs> Just maxing everything out and they look like abominations. Guess what? As of recording. This is the 15th anniversary of Amelie debuting at Little Wayne's Amelie, uh, Amelie, Amelie. And I could, I remember okay. I could, I could do the how whole do song, but sh- I won't. How did you allowed. do on the showcase? I didn't watch it. What's that? Did you watch it? How did oh, you do? no, I, did, I didn't know. I didn't watch it. One. Oh, I'm not a fighting okay. guy, so this doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, if fair. you are a fighting person, though, let me know. I want to know. Okay. How did you like I, it? What's promising? You're yeah, well, you're not a fighting game person, but you know what I, I I do know about you. You love a good old Diablo. Oh yes, Diablo Four draws near. Let me talk in the creepy voice for a minute. I feel like shouldn't. I shouldn't, <laughs> but I shall. Cause the hounds of hell are calling, Kyle. We've heard your feedback. It's time Ow. to visit Sanctuary once more before June. Join the server slam May twelfth to the fourteenth. I feel like they should have named it out of that server, you dirty dog. They should have named it something else other than server slam. That sounds like a uh, a very poorly 
uh, named WWE pay per view. It, it sounds, I don't know why this it sounds. Sunday at Server Slam. <laughs> Vince McMahon Sane is versus back. Jesus Christ in a steel cage. <laughs> My God. Back out. I, I don't know why I view it strangely sex, sexual. Like. It's like it's it's a it's a porn oh. in a in a server farm, you know. It's just one server blade sitting on a black couch. <laughs> All right, so listen, if you get to level twenty during this, because I was trying to formulate a joke, but it's not. I don't feel like saying it right now. <laughs> why? Why is that server engineer stuck in a washing machine? <laughs> there you go. You made it for me. Help me, step bro. I'm stuck in the hard drive. I don't think I'm going to die. But if you get your character to level 20 and you kill the world boss, uh, you get a cool mount. So you know that's what I'm going to do. Oh, cool. 12th to the 14th. <clears throat> now, for the PlayStation Plus monthly games for May are Grid Legends Chivalry 2 and The Dissenters. Hmm. Not a strong month, but no. Chivalry Two for me is I'm I'm gonna be. It looks it. like a good dumb fun. Yeah. Same devs from, and I know I saw it in, in our Discord. Somebody was playing Maneater. Yeah. Um. So M9 same Pro. devs from yeah. Um. Same devs from them, and they just make dumb, goofy, dumb fun. really fun stuff. So I'm in. If it's an easy plot, which I'm gonna look up right now, oh. I'm in on it. Kyle, you have some breaking news as well. Take yeah, it away. Breaking, quote unquote. But uh, I just want to mention I saw that uh, Alan Wake 2 is in the last stages of production, still Ooh. on track for some time later this year. Mm -hmm. But the, the main reason why I wanted to talk about this is, uh, and it just solidifies my thought process of, on Remedy, is that the Max Payne 2 remake and Control 2 are just now past the proof of concept stage. Mm-hmm. So we're not getting those games for anytime minute. soon. For a minute. I feel like they have a lot of projects going on, yep. and that makes me sad because I want a new Control real bad. Real bad. <laughs> it was, Control was what, 2019? 2019, yeah. So we're going to be four years away from it, and <sighs> Control 2 is just past the proof of concept stage. And I mean, look, I mean, it's and then be a take bit. a... Take a game like Jedi Survivor, a sequel to a game that came out in 2019 as well. And Apple's Origins, EA's goddamn gigantic. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. and uh, by all means, Remedy, take your time, yeah. make great games, make Alan Wake 2 be as incredible yes. as what I think it's going to be. Yeah. Little bum that controls a little farther out. Yeah. That said, it's time for our segment, Quick Play. Uh, and Kyle, I don't got a voice. I ain't got nothing. All but right. I will say, I've been playing Dead Island 2. Yeah. Uh, it's Dead Island. It's fun. Yeah. It's goofy. It's dumb. It's definitely, you know, it's it's one of those find the fun sixes or sevens. I coined the phrase, yeah. not our friend Luke Lore over at the, uh, the Xbox Expansion Pass, who uh -huh. is getting a ton of love for his interview of the Sea of Stars creative director. So maybe nice. you could go check out his show. And he was kind enough to drop us some Crash Bandicoot codes as well in our Discord. Yeah. So shout out to Crash Luke. Team Rumble. Crash Team Rumble. Shout out to XEP, the Xbox expansion pass. Go follow them. See, Luke. Oh, Joe, you don't talk about it. I did something real nice. Shut up, you stupid <laughs> bad <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it. That's all he does. He's just, <laughs> and then he tosses poop. Uh, 
He's like, that's a howler monkey. You're not even a bad <laughs> anyway. Oh, boy. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a ton of fun. It is, it is just more Dead Island. So to me, as I'm even playing it, I'm like, this isn't something I'd buy full price, but this is something I'd have a whole lot of fun at like a 40 or $30 purchase. Because like, like some of the... Is- some of the impact doesn't feel that great with the okay. weapons. The the story is just like skip it. It's be- so th- this is a game to play when there are like down months. Yeah, man, months. this is a great summer game for sure. Sweet. It's not gonna win any awards, but it's gonna be a fun time. That's what it's gonna Sweet. be. Yeah, cool. And then last but not least, and this is just to trigger Nagachaka. Kyle, should I buy near Automatopia Automata? Because oh, here's okay. the thing. It's 20 bucks, Game of the Year edition. It finally came down in price, but now I have Jedi, and then I have Diablo, and, and then, then I have, have Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy. So yeah. it's like, and then in between, I got Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. So yeah. like. Probably not at this time. Right. But if you want to just buy it at the price just to have and not play it until That's later. the thing. Do you think it'll drop you know below what? 20? Here. Here, here, here's, here, here's what I'm going to do. Okay. Ready? Ready? Yeah. Ready? Ready for this? We make this our Road to Greatness game for July. For July. Give us three months. Okay. Two months until we have ready to play it. I like that. I like that. That gives me a lot of time. Does that make sense? Because I I can't think of anything. We might still be playing Final Fantasy by then, but like. I'm I'm looking up how long does this this sale end? You know, because payday just happened. I did get promoted at work. Yay! Congrats. So like maybe maybe it's like a treat. Oh, you're like, treat like, yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe. Also, like I'm looking at two B, and I'm like, yeah, I've seen, I've definitely rented the wrong movie before. You know, like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is a near automata. She's stuck in a washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> Nine two, help her out. <laughs> oh my god. Beep orb zorp. <laughs> That's what I think they sound like. I don't know. Kyle, Anyways. what have you been playing, bud? <laughs> I mean, uh, put another uh, uh, tally on the marker and we'll be the show. Uh, I do just want to mention it briefly how the past few days I was getting incredibly upset and Uh -uh. annoyed because I have run into cheaters (gasps) for the first time playing the show. You're not wrong, but there are some PlayStation. Um, The reason is, and I, I, I... uh, read up on it a little bit because, and the reason why I know they're cheating is because they took every single pitch that was so close to the strike zone, they took it for a ball. It's like they knew where mm. it was going to be, and every single ball that was in the strike zone was a home run. Huh. It was, and what I read was that there are because it is on Game Pass, people have figured out how to map it to PC and then run scripts and whatever. Wow. To make you gotta it... be that much of a loser. Exactly. That so sucks. ruining other um, people's fun. I hate it. Today. I kind of tweaked with some, um, with some settings, at least for batting and whatnot. Cause I just couldn't, it was just weighing me down and I couldn't catch sure. up to the fast pitches or whatever. I was playing poorly. I lost like the nine games in a row or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. I was like, I'm not having fun. I got to switch it up. And today I finally found some some settings, some some All stuff right. that makes me feel like it's a fresh thing. So I'm gonna go back into it. But I did turn off crossplay until right. they kind of figure that stuff out. Fair and enough. There are some PlayStation people that are figuring out how to do it as well, but I've run Those into it more with the sick. Xbox stuff than yeah, it's yeah. awful. 
Yeah. If you have to cheat at a sports game or any game in general, yeah. why are you playing games? You're the, like, they're the I ones giving Horizon Burning Shores a zero out one of time. thousand percent. <laughs> and on that note, I put in more time for Burning Shores. Yeah. I've only done one main quest, but I'm okay. just having a ton of fun. Taking pictures. Destroying these dinos that took me... Uh, that took so hard for me to kill them in the base game. Yeah. I'm just like three shotting them because oh, my yeah. Aloy is overpowered as hell. And Same. it is like, there's a, a section right where there is a slaughter spine, a thunder jaw, and then a storm bird, like mm-hmm. the big, big bird real close to each other. I was like, you know what? I haven't fought them for a while. Upgrading the new stuff requires some of their components. So yep. let me go take them on. I was like, okay, I'm ready. I make sure I got all my ammo. I'm good to go. Messed them up. My God, I destroyed them. And I felt so cool. There you go. (laughs) Horizon's so damn fun. The the couple side quests that I did have been really, really good. Like, I know Mm. you said that they aren't, like, the best thing, but... You like them. Yeah, and I ran into a character from an earlier Horizon game. Mm -hmm. Um which was like oh crap i completely forgot about you yeah that's cool yeah and it's exactly. a very fun mission and stuff yep. so like gorilla you're you're doing great things yep. i love aloy i love horizon this world's in world's incredible like you said the photo mode and just with the little added touches of like the the red that's mm-hmm. in the, this world man the contrast between colors and lighting and everything oh Oof. my god Oof. Right at dawn, right? Like when it changes from nighttime to daytime is so beautiful. The thing that's blowing my mind, the thing that actually makes me want to go back is just seeing all the photo modes. Like yeah. seeing the, like people taking the photo where Aloy's in water, but she's emerging out with, with the with the uh-huh. water wing. And you're uh-huh. just like, it's like this perfect, you see the water life, you see the, the air. Like, like it's, it's just like something out of Nat Geo. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I, yeah. And they did also fight a, a, a new thing. robot enemy that I don't want to say anything about. Uh, cool. Another animal-based thing was like, oh, that's awesome. That's cool. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's many ideas. Cool. Horizon yeah. 3 is going to be dope. It really is. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Last but not least, here's the Jedi Survivor Review Roundup. Kyle, we'll take it one by one. Right? I'll read the first one. You read the second one. I'll I, read I mean, one. I can read them all if you, you need a break. Uh, nah, I'll power okay. on through. Right. Dan Stapleton from IGN gave it a 90. If Respawn makes a third game like Star Wars Jedi Survivor and Fallen Order, it'll complete the best Star Wars trilogy in 30 years. Hands Ooh. down. Wee. As a not- Huge Star Wars fan. That is goosebumps for me, bud. (laughs) Jordan Remy over at GameSpot gave it an eight. Star Wars Jedi Survivor improves upon its predecessor's gameplay and storytelling to deliver an engrossing story of a Jedi grappling with morality. Ooh, we Matt Miller of I or sorry of Game Informer gave it a nine point three, and also Matt Miller, if you're the Matt Miller from my uh, elementary school, what up, my man? You hit me way too hard in dodgeball, and I'm kind of holding a grudge about it. <laughs> Developer Respawn Entertainment clearly took the took a measured and thoughtful approach to analyze what worked and what didn't in the last Star Wars game, and Jedi Survivor feels like a worthy ad- attempt 
at Evolution. It captures the magic of Star Wars as well as anything in the current canon and a stellar avenue adventure, sorry, in its own right. Dot, 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 Joe, that was me in elementary school. Suck it. Oh, all right. Well, that cool. made it into the review. That made it into the review. Wow. Wow. All right. Shoot. This has me very excited. I tweeted, like, I can't wait to play Star Wars soon. Well, and that's the thing. Katie, Katie writes in, hey, folks, I finally feel refreshed and recovered from my time at Star Wars Celebration. It Whew. was brilliant, Joe. We need to talk to my friend about what was shown off and the future of Star Wars. It's looking so beautiful. It's looking so great. Speaking of Star Wars, Survivor is this week. So my question, and Kyle, you can take a whack at this if you'd like. We have aspects of other other areas of Star Wars that make it into live action. Uh, Books, animated characters come into live action. Are there any dream characters that you would like to see turn up in Survivor? Much love. I got one right here, Kenobi. Mm. I want to see Obi-Wan in here. Uh, and it, uh, I would. This will be my game of the year if we see Obi Wan and it's voiced by Ewan. Ooh! If it's voiced by Ewan, I'd be like, All right, take this shit off. Um, <laughs> I need tired. to take a fucking walk. Forget you, to, Resident Evil Four. This it, is it. <laughs> I need to take an ice bath. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I'll do a backflip. Where Where does this take place in the timeline? It takes Movie-wise. place uh, in between Episode Three. And episode uh, four. So in between, this is like the, in, the Imperial uh, Empire at its at its height. Oh, I would love to see Andor in there. So that's where I was going is yeah. give me uh, a Jin Erso. Okay. A Rogue One uh, or a, a KTSO, I think it is, right? Did yeah. That right? The droid name? Yeah, KTSO, um, you got it. So it's something uh, from the Rogue One. Mm-hmm. movie because i love that that is i think might be my favorite star wars movie oh it's and definitely Jedi, you know it's all right let's relax uh <laughs> and, and, and like that and like my jokey answer was like sabalba right, uh, <laughs> as long as it's not jar jar the man's gotten hey, enough katie, katie included me on this one. <laughs> fair enough uh, i would also like to see luthan from andor in there as well uh seeing the the rebellion being built um mm. seeing this flawed flawed individual build it um yeah that, that'd be dope all right kyle it's time are you holding on to something you know what i'm holding on to yeah, my hopes i'm holding on to hope oh, oh my god yeah. same wave for jedi right survivor there. you know yeah holding there on we go. prepare the drop here are the latest steals and deals coming to the playstation storefront <clears throat> april 25th after image on ps5 ps4 fairy fencer f Refrain Chord on PS5, PS4. I think that's a fighting game. Sounds like it to me, bud. So. Uh, loud My Road uh, to Fame on PS4. Joe, yeah. Joe hit me with a bud. Uh-oh. That's when he's annoyed. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, okay. Puzzle okay. Vacations Ireland on PS4. R-Type Final 3 Evolved on PS5. Roots of Paca, PS5, PS4. Stranded Alien Dawn, PS5, and PS4. I know we have a question about that later. Uh, Strayed Lights on PS5, PS4. Also, Played that at PAX. Uh, that is uh, uh, the game I talked about. That if you love parries, 
This is, that whole combat is parry. So, there like, check it out if you want to. Luke Lore also interviewed them over at XEP. Ooh, I hate giving this man so much dang credit. I really do, because you know what? He's a piece of garbage. He should, but he, he should pay for the tier on Patreon where we advertise the show. Well, here's the thing. He's like, oh, I'm upset you haven't, you know, given me a sub on Patreon. I'm like, I keep on forgetting. And also, honestly, I give you too many shout outs. So, like, <laughs> I feel like it's kind of the same what I'm doing. Uh, Trinity Trigger on PS5, PS4. Also played at PAX. It's great. On April 26th, Neko Rescue Tale on PS5, PS4. On the 27th, Ark Runner on PS5. Brabble, the Mountain Bramble. King. Bramble, the Mountain King on PS5, PS4. Played the demo of this one? Yeah. Creepy as all hell. It's oh, like okay. a... Um, one of them horror games. Uh, uh, kind of, but it plays like a... From what it lo- it looks like an inside or oh, a, um, okay. a like little, a little nightmares. nightmares. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It plays like that and it's very creepy. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, we got Kasuna AI, Touch the Beat, uh, on PS4. Live a live. This is what I will definitely get in the summer. I hear yes. nothing but stellar things. PS5, Same. PS4. Tim Can on PS5, PS4. Let me guess. It's a goddamn jump game, easy plat. Oh, let me see. Let uh, me see. April twenty eighth, eight doors. Arum's Afterlife Adventure on PS5, PS4, Drago Noka on PS4, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak on PS5, PS4, Nuclear Blaze on PS4, and last but not least, Jedi Survivor on PS5. I cannot wait to play this game. And speaking of, because we are doing some test streams ahead of the Trophy Room Live on Thursday, um, I'll be probably tweeting out like Friday, Saturday, or Sunday some streams that you can jump on in while I'll be playing some Jedi Survivor. But also know that there could be spoilers around, so I'm also kind of skeptical. It may be something else, but who knows? Um, Tin Can is not an easy plat. It's a survival game where yeah. you're on a space colony ship and you're leaving Mars. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Kyle, it's time for our favorite segment of the night. It's time for the Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw! That's right, that's right. Kyle. Can I, can I really quickly say... Yeah. And at least it feels like for me, we nail that every time. And I have my eyes closed. So what are we doing? Really? Oh, so you're just feeling I, it. I go for my feel. And I feel like we ended up <laughs> at the same exact time. We're really, cool. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty on point. Listen, podcasting ain't easy, you know, no. but we make it look it. And I think that's what yeah. really matters here. All right, Kyle. Listen, my throat is about dead. I got it. Please I take got it away. It. Good, sir. Yuna writes in, hey there, guys. Hope you both are doing well. So I'm about to try something today, and that is spinning a wheel to decide what I play with what I'm playing due to what I can't read today. And that is spinning a wheel to decide what I play, what I play with, what I'm playing due to I'm enjoying all three that I am playing and I'm indecisive. So wish me luck with that. As for my question this week. Who are your favorite smart characters in a game? Where it be from their decisions they make to the way they think? Kind of up on how you interpret smart. I've been playing a lot of Pia Fore, Faded Memories, and my next route is, or the next route, the the main Lin Lee. Oh my god, you know, I'm so sorry, I'm butchering this. It's considered smart and practical, which got me thinking on this question. Mm -hmm. So I throw the ball to you guys. Who are some of your favorite smart characters? Uh, two come to mind. One, Aloy. 
Yeah, absolutely. Come on. She's she, technically like thousands of years in the past. She works a hologram headset. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, like she's doing it. Like she's in absolutely. the minority report, you know? Yeah. Um, And then Cortana. Oh. Come on. She's a powerful AI and she's also your best friend. Fair. Fair. And let's be honest. We're all people. We've also maybe thought of her getting stuck in a washing machine. <laughs> Damn it! Oh my god! Oh my god! Ay God, you let me right. You let me right to it, Kyle. You let me have it. You didn't even try I to know. stop me. I'm sorry, everybody. You know? uh, I think of two people also instantly. Um, not in the way Joe was thinking uh, about Cortana. At least. Yeah. Um, I think of uh, Quistus from Final Fantasy VIII. She was the, your teacher. Okay. Um, but she becomes a party member. Um, I also think of Morden from Mass Effect Two. Ooh. Yeah. Morden's one smart, smart character. I was thinking Mass Effect as well. I was. Yeah. I was thinking Tali. Tali's um, a, well, was another one. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, that said, great question, you know. Yep. Next question. Stingray X. Yeah. Question for the Sony Pony Express. What is your favorite PlayStation game intro? Ooh. For me, you can't beat the sweet vibes of Kingdom Hearts with Simple and Clean. So pure. Take yeah. care, fellas. Great. Great question. And to me, it came instantly. Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh, yeah. What a seamless intro. When that yeah. title screen hits the crescendo, sometimes I just wa- I watch reactions to the to those mm, intros. That is a good one. It's so good. So good. It really is good. Ooh, so good. What is my favorite intro? Think about it. I mean, I'll just say it because I, I love it. It's the Final Fantasy VIII intro, for sure. Oh, okay. It's like it's like a flashback kind of thing, and, yeah. and it's got this really cool, you know, the Final Fantasy music, and it's got uh, Squall and Cypher fighting. It's pretty dope. I like mm-hmm. it a whole lot. Um, in addition to that, it's kind of in the same vein. Ask What Not Why writes in, Howdy, howdy, you sexy beast. Back Question out. for the pod regarding Xbox acquiring Activision. Just kidding. I'd rather never play another video game ever again to not hear another word about that subject. Actually, now that I think on this, if I did stop gaming, I wouldn't listen to podcasts or read news about gaming. So then I wouldn't hear another word about Xbox acquiring Activision. Brain explosion. (laughs) But my actual question, I was driving around this weekend listening to music as any sane person would when songs from my high school years came on. My brain was immediately transported to weekends of 14-year-old Jose listening to No Doubt while playing Final Fantasy VIII. That's a lot good. of Final Fantasy VIII love tonight. And I, I like I'm, I not, I'm not mad. I Such simpler times. My question, is there any music you remember listening to while gaming in your youth that when it comes up now, you get those nostalgic memories? Yeah. If so, which game and with what music? Sincerely, Jose, quote, COVID negative but forever Panini pressed. Jimenez. <laughs> da, 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 da. Data remember. Let's go. Ah, God, such a good. That's a great intro, man. Ooh, we. A data remember just reminds me of high school. This is such a great question because there, there's so much. Like, is that is that tied to a game though? No, I mean, data remember is just in every like. Fair. They're forever in like the playlist as I'm like playing games. There are two. Oh, actually, not three. That rem- that remind me of first and foremost, Disturbed. 
it reminds me of World of Warcraft raids. Okay. Same with Avenged Sevenfold. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of World of Warcraft uh, raids and uh, 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 sorry, uh, all that remains. Those okay. three were formative to my metal experience. Uh, all that remains being my favorite, and I remember listening to like I don't know for We Are Many while raiding in like Wrath of the Lich King. Um, mm. So like a lot of metal, actually, I when I think about it, like thinking about it hard, it, it goes to World of Warcraft because cool. it, it, when you're grinding, there's like you know there's not much to do you know with your you know thinking mm. powers. So they're like let yeah. me pull on some like I don't know disturb. Let me put on some. Uh, some system of the down. Actually, funny thing too, playing uh, playing Horizon. Horizon yeah, I, I I literally put I I just thought of Lost in Hollywood while playing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, it's kind of like a ch- cheap answer. I play a lot of sports games. Those sports yeah. games have licensed music in them. Yeah. So like, whenever I hear, do you remember the band Seether? Oh yeah. When Seether's I hear great. "Fine Again," I am brought back to the year that, that it was in Madden, and just having the summer of my life playing that game. There you go. Uh, in addition to like any song that I've ever played in Guitar Hero Rock Band, yes, I I hear the song and I see the notes in my head come down. I mean, <laughs> like it's it's instantaneous. Yeah, it's it's the reason why I love all that remains is because six was yeah. in there in Guitar Hero too. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh it, it was also. I also played it in Rock Band too. Some all that remains. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the 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 twist on this also is... Coheed and Cambria. Welcome home. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my god. Gosh. Oh boy. Remember that? Um, I got that. I, that was one of the songs I I perfected. That when I got Rock Band one because uh, I being the drummer boy that I was. Yeah. Danny California was my favorite Ooh, song to play from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, right. that one I uh, is ingrained. But to switch it a little bit, not a video game uh, with music, but yeah. reading a book with music, I used to do a whole lot. So oh. whenever I hear any song from Blink 182's "Take Your uh, Pants and Jacket Off" or "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket," <laughs> whoa, um, whoa, <laughs> that was the name of the album. I couldn't oh, get really? wrong. Was it? Yeah. Take um, off your pants. I believe so. Now I'm second guessing myself. No, no, I really want this to be the case. This is the most yeah, sexually take, charged. Take off your pants and jacket was the album. <laughs> um, it had like a, a, the girl at the rock show and uh, roller coaster, which is one of my favorite <sighs> uh, songs from them. God damn. But whenever I hear a song from this album, mm-hmm. I think of Harry Potter and oh. uh, the books. Uh, because okay. I read those books while listening to this album in my room, like before bed, oh, and so I, I like I hear the rock show, and I've got Hermione in my head as right. the girl that they're go- talking about going on a date, kind yeah. of thing. It just kind of like huh. tied together that way. That's neat. That's real neat. Yeah, yeah. Great question. That was a like great this. one. Yeah. Uh, Savoy Prime writes in: Where's Stellar Blade at, though? Next showcase, BB. Yeah, it's got to be right. Yeah. Uh, Captain Logan, do you think the reason Xbox Series X is having trouble with supply chain issues now that the initial deals with chip chip manufacturers are over and they can now produce more PS5 units? Um, okay, so actually, Logan and I talked a little bit about this as well. So, like, uh, like I, again, I, we're not an Xbox show, so I don't follow the beat too closely. Apparently, the only chips I know are Ruffles. So, exactly, uh, Lay's potato chips, barbecue yeah. or sour, and sour cream. cream. 
Yeah, yeah, um, there you go. Yeah, good pick. Um, but uh, I think a couple of things. First, um, I think they're still producing those Series X boards to fit on their uh, their their server farms. Uh, you know, for their server blades, so that oh, Game no, Pass I'm is stuck. more exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Currently, Phil Spencer is stuck in a washing machine somewhere in a server farm. Um, <laughs> well, whatever will I do, Aaron Greenberg? So Cortana, help me. <laughs> So, yeah, I I think that's probably why their hardware is down a bit. Um, But let's see. Hopefully in the next year that or or in the next coming months with Starfield coming out, you would hope that they have these, you know, Starfield editions raring to go. I mean, I'm not even hyped on Starfield, but like the beanie that they showed off on on Twitter, I'm like, kind of want a beanie. The beanie looks dope. So like I, I would hope by by the fall they they get their 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 shit sorted because um Man, all Starfield that's gonna uh, be Starfield uh, Xbox controllers yeah. would probably go real hard yeah I like think the they, Titanfall one yeah uh, remember the Titanfall one I think there's dope. there's a leaked one of it everybody likes it Ooh. so yeah I mean I, I think that'll be it yeah. but yeah I also I know he asked something about Project Leonardo um. If, you know, we'll see more, you know, co-development between them and, like, uh, other, like, um, you know. That's the controller, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. With, like, a- accessibility advocates. And I think you're going to get that when they're promoting this thing in the next showcase, for sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go on with the next question. It's good, sir. Yeah. Ace Insane writes in, hi, guys. Question for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah. Do you do you ever feel totally defeated putting a ton of hours into a game towards a platinum only for the game to glitch out in some way, preventing you from earning it? I've been grinding Hogwarts Legacy as much as I can with a three and four year old to take care of. But now I've run into a glitch preventing me from completing a collection and therefore the platinum trophy. Oof. Being a trophy hunter with limited playtime, this totally bums me out. I like to know how you guys remedy dealing with this when games want to be haters for no reason. I could use some sweet, tasty num nums of advice. All right, relax. Um, before your eyes, glitch trophies everywhere. That really pissed me off. Mm. I'm like, I played this whole game. I did all you all you wanted. Before your eyes, you're not gonna give me one. Come on, Callisto Protocol as well. One of the collectibles glitched out, and I know I got it too. And that really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, those would be the two recent ones where I wanted to throw my controller into the screen. I think both of us ran into it with um, not nearly as bad as, like, a glitch one preventing you, but mm-hmm. Returnal. Yeah. Just to grind, oh. to try to find that, get that one room to spawn for the one glyph that we all needed. Yep. I was like, oh, this is this is terrible. Why am I doing this? Oh, the this? level that could crash your PS5? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot. But mm-hmm. what you do, Joe, is you get, like sentimental plats sentimental plats get a, a cheap plat yep. to uh, and and that even supplements. though that game is like you know you know tin can jumping yeah that's really colossal protocol for you exactly i know what it is and so i'm fine with it when, so it's like when i see it going like oh it's at 98 percent, i get a little angry but when i see the total plat score i'm like that i know what those plats are you know fair that makes yeah, yeah. Sense. yeah but i'm with you when you're grinding for a, a platinum and something doesn't work 
it's it sucks. It's yeah. a bummer for sure. Yeah. Uh, M nine Prime adds to this. Ace Insane has asked a great question. And I would like to expand on it. Right. Have you ever stopped playing a game because the trophies were glitched and it popped? Personally, I was playing Maneater and having an okay time, but the trophies stopped popping at a certain point fairly early in the game. I tried deleting it and installing it again, but that didn't help. At that point, I just put the game down and moved on to another game. Mind you, Maneater is not exactly a story-heavy game. How do Nintendo fans do it with nothing? It's, it's like they're playing play the game to enjoy much. it, you know? I, I Why? I know. Give me meaningless, Thanks. not NFT-like digital awards that's what Please. it was yeah no I, i've never stopped a game but it was just like okay well this sucks and again if i really love it which it's never happened i'll get a sentimental platform i i have stopped but it wasn't wasn't like on the initial playthrough kind of thing okay so uh for example like borderlands that. 3 mm. when you upload that save to ps5 and everything's supposed to auto pop Certain trophies didn't pop, and that made me mad. Oh, Same yeah. Same thing with uh, uh, Fallen Order, actually. Mm-hmm. It, you're supposed to just pop it in, and everything will just auto-pop for you. Nope. Mm-hmm. I Maybe half of them popped. I'm like, oh. Say, that happened with me with uh, Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just, it adds such I a thought bump. I could upload my PS5 save, my latest one of, like, the, the worst ending. Yeah. And it would pop every single one of the trophies. It only pops some. It's it's disappointing. It's like damn it, disappointing. All right, but when Bruno's I play that Max, game again, yeah, sorry. When I play that game again, hey. I just don't have to go through that yeah. really bad. Why would you put it in the game ending? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bertos Maximus writes in question for the Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw. Yeah. Hey guys, still the show last week and loving the after shows. So my Thank question you. is: Have you heard about Stranded Alien Dawn? Do you plan on playing it anytime soon? As always, stay safe and carry on the brilliant work, guys. Thanks. Thank you, I, I am not. Let I saw this. So it's a base management slash like strategy game. Okay. So think of it like, um, I don't know, something akin to like a Stardew Valley meets an Age of Empires. You're building this base. You're you're stranded on a on an alien planet. Uh, you're raising wildlife. You're building farms. You're trying to find more survivors. And okay. at night, all these aliens come on down uh, and try to try to mess you all up. Okay. And you're just defending yourself. And the, 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 the better you get or the, the more advanced you're not advanced, I guess the more tech you find to make your civilization better at defending, the harder aliens come on through. Interesting premise. I'm not much for build, uh, uh, base, base building. building, but I would be willing to give this a shot somewhere down the line. So, yeah. That, yeah, it's, it's not my thing, but I love the aesthetic of yeah. it. And I feel like, am I? Tell me. Am I going crazy? Was this could like be. a summer game fest un- reveal? Honestly, something it could about be. something about this ship and this landscape on this yeah. uh, promotional image reminds me of a trailer we saw at one of those. Fair enough. Shows. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Green Girl the Gamer writes, "What's up, boys? You're you're still here. It's over. Go home." <laughs> It's finally over. It's not very often that even I get tired of hearing about something, but I can't wait for this to die and never be spoken of again. Goodbye, Activision. Welcome back to PlayStation News. Now, my question for this week. What was a favorite show of yours that got canceled abruptly? There's so many for me that come to mind. Firefly, Daredevil, 
Colony. I'm so glad that they managed to bring back Young Justice in the Clone Wars. Yes. This question is more recently fueled from what happened with Olin Rogers and a show called Final Space. Hope you're both doing well this week. Can't wait to talk to Naji Jeter into getting on the show. Oh, please do. Oh, and I finished Uncharted 3. Yay! Yes. Still haven't platted it yet, but I'm 133 hours into the Nathan Ooh, Drake we. collection, and it keeps on increasing. Hey, congrats, Green Gorilla. That's awesome. Yeah, excellent. I love to see I, it. I, uh, maybe not a show. I mean, Firefly is a huge one. Uh, maybe not a show that was canceled abruptly, but didn't get the love it deserved. Mm-hmm. And, and, and outside things force it being bad and quality declined. Heroes. Ooh, straight up. Okay. Season one of Heroes is one of the best seasons of TV ever. Fair enough. And the writer's strike happened, and then it went phew, down the cliff. It was not great. There was such a great premise there and great characters, and and they ruined, ruined that show. And also, people need to give more love to Fringe. Yeah, It had many seasons, yes. but like Fringe is so good. I want to rewatch that so bad. And that didn't get the love it deserved. But I can't think of another show that got canceled abruptly that I, other than Firefly, I love Firefly. Um, Serenity, great movie. Um, Same universe, same characters. Um, But yeah, I don't know. And Daredevil's coming back, so it's fine. Yeah. The the one that comes to mind is Young Justice. Um, The one one that comes to mind would be Conan. When Conan Mm. left the, the the TV screen late night, or him just getting Ugh. screwed over on the Tonight Show. That was dude. That, that, pissed, that pissed me off. Jimmy Fallon yeah. fucking. Sucks. I, I won't. No, that I won't was that was that, that was Jay sucks. Leno. But all right, but, but, but then oh, but you're still not a fan of Fallon. Yeah, I get it. yeah. Jay Leno could kick rocks. Jimmy Absolutely. Fallon also could kick rocks. I hate that fake laugh. Oh, I hate it so much. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. All right, Kyle. Let's get the last, last question. question out of her. Yeah. Maximum Carnage writes in, how's it slanging, fellas? I don't know. How's it slanging, Joe? Slanging pretty wide right now. Oh, boy, wide. It's got a wide a girth. Bit, it's a bit girthy, some might say. <laughs> Just wanted to shout out the DualSense Edge controller. I traded yes. in a Xbox One X console, an Xbox One controller, and a boxed open copy of oh. Banjo-Tooie on N64. Bruh. I end up paying 15, is that the pound symbol? Yep. 15 pounds when all was said and done. Was it a good deal? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I've been using the edge controller to help me in my quest to Platinum Crash Bandicoot 4. Mapping the spin to Paddle R and Slide Paddle L is a game changer. Mm -hmm. My thumb is no longer dancing around the face buttons and is instead focused on the X button. Excuse me, the cross button. There you go. Uh, A great purchase. I've also hopefully will get one sometime because I think that will help me with my MLB the show. (laughs) Dude, I I I have a problem. I love the edge controller. I just hate the thing's battery. It's dreadful. But you can play it plugged in though, right? I mean, yeah, it's not wireless. It's not. Yeah, it's it. uh, There's no excuse at this. There's no excuse. That said, you want to know maximum carnage? You want to hear this stealing deal that I got? So there's a headset called Bang and Olsen. Right, they made a five hundred dollar headset for the PlayStation Five. Oh, we! And there was a clearance sale on Best Buy, discounted it to two hundred bucks. You go, okay. ooh, ooh, we! That's a steal in the deal. I uh-huh. have several gift cards to Best Buy. I was able to get this bad boy for seventy bucks. And 
I've I've been listening to just music so far. Okay. Pretty pretty damn clean audio. Let me tell you. Okay. So okay. Uh, it's uh, uh, I'm impressed so far. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That said, Kyle, that has been the trophy room for this week. Is there anything you'd like to promote or highlight before we get on out of here? Because my voice is done. Sure, you know where to find me, Mr. K-Step. You know about 61Indy, S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D. You know where to find all that stuff. But people in the Discord are like, Joe, why don't you talk about your stuff? So I'm going to plug your own other stuff. Go check out Cast Co-op, another show that Joe's on that people in the Discord did not know you're on because you don't talk about on the show all that much. Uh, So, yeah, go check out Joe's other stuff. It's It's because I'm with Luke and, like, Ains is old. Oh, Fair. Yeah. Bunch of baboons over there, except for you, right? <laughs> Seriously. Wasn't. You're the zookeeper. <laughs> you show up to give them their fruit That's and their right. food. You toss it at them. They and throw then you their come back dung home. at me every <laughs> once in a while. I get my best Australian accent. Like I'm, uh, what, what's the guy? What's the guy's name? Rest in peace. Oh, Steve Irwin. Steve yeah. Irwin. Oh, this is a wild Ains, Ainsley Bowden. <laughs> He says a lot of weird shit, and he loves Halo a little bit too much. You gotta keep your distance, or he'll sick one of your interns on you. All right, gotta get your space. Here's Luke Law. He's eating his own shite. Don't get away from him. <laughs> gotta make some spice. <laughs> All right, Gov. <laughs> you know. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. No, you can find me over at Mr. Babbitt. You can find this show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Make sure you join the beautiful community over on discord uh that's where we're growing such an awesome amazing community all focused around playstation y'all have been man so active over the last few weeks it's just beautiful to see seeing more and more people join each and every day grows my heart so help grow the discord link down below in the description for that and next week is the week the trophy room live may 3rd 8 p.m EST time. There's no giveaways. There's no cool things that we're throwing at you in the live chat. It's just us talking to y'all about the things we love. That is PlayStation. So make sure you join us live for what will be the first, hopefully, of many to come. I'm so excited. Um, and for of the first time in a very long time, I'm nervous, uh, which doesn't happen yes. to me on the trophy room. <laughs> you know, I became too safe. I became too, you know comfortable this is gonna make me uncomfortable and i love that it's gonna be awesome so i hope you guys and gals join us there at youtube.com slash at ps trophy room so with all that said with all that out of the way everybody keep your wits about you keep hunting and keep playing playstation see you guys bye i love you